Hi, Xander. Are we live? Can you hear me? Believe we're live. They can hear you. Hooray! So I actually, I made a battle report in writing of my game that I played with myself yesterday of Champions. With yourself on Champions? It is. In this notebook. Well, so the first game I played, I had a bunch of rules questions. And uh, by the time I was done with the game and doing other stuff, do you think I could remember what any of those questions were? Of course not. Nope. So this time I took notes. Didn't give us a chance to answer. I was going <laughs> to say yes. Of course you did. You have a great memory. <laughs> Guys, we should be back live and everything should be going uh, with everything. Uh, let us know if it's not. If you're having problems hear us, hearing us, etc., etc., please let us know. Uh, well, at least Xander can hear us. He's, he's the only one who really cares. He's the only one that really cares. Xander's the only one that really cares. Oh, you know what? We forgot to do something on... What? Um, oh, my God. Um, Did you not make a poll? No, it's not the poll. I was going to do it during um, the pre-ramble. The but singing? It, the singing. But I was going to ask about that, but I didn't want to interrupt you while you were yammering on about business stuff. Yeah, we uh, talked about a lot of business. We got the business out of the way. Oh, does that mean I have to do it now? Yes. Uh, oh, no. No, in like 15 minutes so that everybody has a chance to come back. Everybody should be here. Nobody should have left anywhere. All I had to do is get it back in. <laughs> Why don't you do it right after we do the dice at gallery? Do it after the dice at gallery? I have to open yeah, up song yeah. requests because, oh, God. Yeah, that'll, that'll be what I have to do. I'll have to open it up because I have to do the song request. Uh, guys, make sure you we're all, everybody sounds okay. We're doing everything fine. Blah, 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 blah. Because we are blah, now... Blah, blah, blah. Kathy, what's our what's what's our episode number? Oh, I don't know. I feel like it's been a month since I did this. It could be seventy-five. It's yeah. not seventy-five, John. What's our number? I'm pretty sure it's forty-six, but I'll uh, <laughs> triple check right here. It is forty-six. I'm, I'm sure we're going into syndication any minute. It is. In, <laughs> oh, it's, it's actually uh, no. It is forty-six, but for some reason, huh? 45 isn't on YouTube. There it is. Yeah, it that is. is it, it, we're, YouTube videos have been acting really weird about where they set them up and everything. So, I'm uh, certain about that. But luckily, you put good descriptions on all of our videos on YouTube in case you guys want to find them and find out what we're talking about. Yeah. Awesome. Good descriptions. Yeah. So, uh, we are on episode 46. This is our one year anniversary, which, um, how can I say this? Holy crap. Yeah. A year. Uh, one year of bullshitting every Sunday. <laughs> I was going to say shenanigans. I, I shenanigans. Be talking about cool, the right? games that we like and yeah. the games that we don't like, but not as frequently. We don't really bitch much, which I love. I love yeah. that about you guys is we don't just get on a bitch fest. Yeah, and I try to actually keep an open mind about games. Uh, uh, actually, even this week, I was watching the game Age Sigmar and had to uh, upgrade my opinion a little bit. Uh, some people uh, we talked about had some good points on stuff. Yeah. I just keep point. hearing so many good things about it. And there's guys on the... Uh, so I, I, I joined the Discord channel for uh, 
uh, Warhammer Age of Sigmar champion because I'm a dork. <laughs> and uh, there's guys on there who are like, but you can play your ogres in Age of Sigmar. You should totally play. <laughs> like, right? Oh, no, no, Congo, don't get crazy. I didn't buy a starter. I am receiving a starter. There was no exchange of funds for said starter. <laughs> you're, you're sending it to me, right? No. That's the reason Look, why. My, the two guys in my crew don't even actually have a rule book between them. Uh, the rules are free to download. Yeah, but not everything's on this. It's the basic rules, not a lot of the extra stuff. Oh, maybe so. I don't know. I've never really looked. I never wanted to look. But somebody in this Discord channel sent me a link to the rules for the ogres because they're on their website. They're like, if you have ogres yeah. lang languishing from fantasy, you know, here's the rules so that you can play them in Age of Sigmar. And I was like, that's cool. I do love the combination of having the core rules for free online and then having uh, for any game, not just Age of Sigmar, a lot of games like yeah. this, but then having the print version be so much more stuff in it. It's really with, cool. With, with full of background story and mm -hmm. everything. And, yeah. I agree. Uh, guys, as someone that's been new to all of this and starting all this from scratch, it amazes me, and I'm humbled by everybody that's stuck with us for a year. Mm -hmm. uh, everybody that's still done their Patreon. Everybody that still does everything. Mm -hmm. um, I, uh, I want to say thanks. Uh, this is something I've been wanting to do for a long time. And to do it for a year is super, super cool. Yeah, no doubt. <clears throat> well, um, it's kind of on you uh, to... Uh that you've done all this research for all the technical stuff. Holy crap. I'm still learning. Known where to start. Yeah, I'm still yeah. learning about getting stuff. Like me accidentally purging John by trying to fix sound alerts. Because uh, this program, <laughs> it, it brings it up. But usually when you do a pop-up, what's weird is when you do a pop-up, it usually pops it up either above or below You know what you're doing. And so I reach up to go click something. And well, yeah, it does the wrong thing. It happens. Yeah. So, um, but there's also other things like setting up all this Twitch stuff. I had no clue how much Twitch stuff, this stuff. Oh, yeah. There's uh, so much Twitch stuff. It's crazy. And you've done a good job with all this. Hopefully, we'll have more. Because uh, yeah. we're going to do a lot of, we're going to try to do giveaways. Uh, like I said, so if you were listening to uh, Pre-Ramble, you heard some things, extra stuff we're going to do. Uh, which is going to come around and uh, be super, super awesome. Just wait for it. Um, so, let's get to our drinking. Cassie, what are you drinking today? I've replenished my Kraken, so I'm <laughs> drinking Kraken and Coke. Kraken and Coke. And, right. you know, coffee, of course. Coffee, yeah. of course. Um, John, what are you drinking today? Uh, I have a uh, a, a, a moderate-sized screwdriver. Moderate? What's moderate size? Uh, well, this is my head. This is my cup next to my head. You do the math. <laughs> Um, I am celebrating with, uh, some Maker's Mark, um, like usual. So other than that, I want to say thanks to my team, uh, for sticking through all this crap. And I want to thank all of our listeners that continue to listen and continue to enjoy. Um, this is uh, really cool for be a year of a podcast for me. So, 
this one's for y'all. Thank you. Hey. Cheers. Cheers. Oh, that's a little aggressive. <laughs> Your screwdriver is aggressive? Yes. A little <laughs> aggressive. <laughs> um, so, we've got a lot of stuff going on today. There might not be, there might not be any painting today because, um, we've got we a lot to talk about. We've got a lot to talk okay. about. Um, not just because of the, uh, Dice Gallery. We also have a lot of stuff to talk about as in Gen Con. Like, I didn't get to go. I was a Gen Can't. Kathy. <laughs> how was yeah. your Gen Con? Uh, uh, <laughs> my Gen, Gen Con can't. was freaking awesome. Uh... I played games. Uh, I visited friends I never get to see. Um, I drank things. Uh, I ate things. <laughs> I played games. What games did you War play? Game. Um, well, I didn't. So I, I started out, of course, finding the dust. But what I do when I when I get to the exhibitors hall is I go. I don't screw around with the things in the front because those are the things that are there every year and I've seen them and I've heard about them. I don't care. You know, the giant Fantasy Flight Games booth, you know, the giant Settlers of Catan area, the giant uh, Timon area, uh, all that stuff that's in the front, mm -hmm. I don't care. I, I'll come back to that later. There aren't any exclusive things that I'm looking for. So I just hike all the way to the back wall where the entrepreneur's alley is. <laughs> because that's where all the real new stuff is from the independent people. <clears throat> Sweet. So. Heard it was quite a, uh, quite a uh, spread this year and... Uh, my uh, friends who were there made uh, poor financial decisions for their life, but they enjoyed it. Oh, so did I. Excellent. <laughs> that seems to be the uh, order of the day. That's really all you can do at a game convention, is make make poor life choices. Matt, I want to say thanks Ooh. to my My team. first uh, one was, uh, now all the way at the back, was the Dust USA booth. Mm -hmm. So I got to finally my demo of dust <clears throat> my friend Raymond was working the booth Raymond Rappaport who's I think everybody's friend <laughs> um, if you don't know Raymond uh, I don't understand why you wouldn't but would you say that everyone loves Raymond everyone <laughs> loves Raymond just checking I wouldn't actually say that <clears throat> no <laughs> I would I would do my best not to, but I love Raymond, and uh, and he he did my demo. Oh, so that was really cool. And while he was explaining the rules to me, Dave Taylor came up, <laughs> and we started talking. And everybody was, loves Dave Taylor. Cause, yeah, because everybody loves Dave Taylor too, apparently. <laughs> and uh, I love Dave Taylor. He's a friend of mine. I He's love a Dave friend Taylor. of yours. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so. We're talking, and then he mentions how he's been wanting to do a demo of Dust too. So Raymond leaps up and he goes, "You sit here. You'll play each other." <laughs> so Dave and I played this demo together. He was the uh, 
He was the, I don't know, good guys, the, the humans, the, the soldiers. <laughs> and of course, Raymond immediately said, Kathy, you're going to play cultists and you're going to proxy tiny Kathy for Lilith. And I'm like, okay. I said, who's Lilith? You know, I picked up the card. So apparently there's the entire backstory of this game, which I didn't know, is <clears throat> the Germans go to Antarctica, um, much like so many other stories, and find uh, basically it's the Mountains of Madness all over again, but with Germans. Um, and it's all very Lovecraftian, and there's alien technology, and this is what belongs and also why it's weird as in Weird War 2 yep. um, so, so I'm playing Lilith uh, and when she gets wounded she can decide to change into this big monster with a giant gaping maw full of teeth which is and so Raymond knows me so he knows this is right up my alley and uh, and and so my my big giant tooth-filled thing just like went at his guys and ate them all, <laughs> but not before he totally flamed my Migos. Oh. I I thought my Migos could get him into hand to hand, but he shot them all down before they could. Salt. Uh, the everything it rules seemed fairly simple. It was pretty simple. That you have the grid map. Excuse me. <coughs> Somewhere I have cough drops over here and I'm gonna have to do this. I do feel better, honestly, but when I got back from Gen Con, I had the crud. So. Did you make out with a random hooker? <laughs> wow! You was... that, like, uh, it's a bad thing. <laughs> well, you generally don't call them hookers unless they're dead. Otherwise, they're prostitutes. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> Who told you she died? I, I, I'm just... Uh, so, tell us more about us, Kathy. <laughs> so, so, it, so, when you're determining your movement how far you're moving and how far you're shooting. Uh, it's just the, these grids. You're like, okay, I'm moving one, two, three. That's my move. Yeah. Yep, a regular move, and then you have, like, a running move. Uh, like so many other games. But you're not measuring. It's just, you know, squares. You're just moving squares. So it's almost more like a board game in that respect. What did you think about the minis? I really liked the minis. The minis were well done. And it was their pre-painted... I guess it's all pre-painted. I was under the impression that they sold a primed version that wasn't painted at all. They do. But it's all pre-painted, and then they have a higher... Like a higher quality paint job, I guess. I don't know, but the ones that were on the table looked really good. You could throw down immediately, you know, just like X-Wing. You know, you don't have to paint them but you could modify them if you wanted to well they you know they, just to kind of make them your own they sell them three different ways they sell them just like you would buy any or normal ordinary miniature then okay, they so sell them cool. okay. 
uh, pre-primed, and then they sell them pre-painted. Maybe they just didn't have any of the, the primed ones there. Because I asked him about that, and they said, no, no, just the, the painted and then the higher-end ones. So gotcha. I don't know. But, but yeah, I was like, geez, all you do is throw a little bit of extra weathering on this, maybe add some glowy parts to a few things, and, you know, you could make it unique to your own uh, army. Did you get a chance, or did you look at the one that was the uh, samurai? The really big mech with the big gun? <laughs> the Japanese one? Yeah. I don't think so, no. Oh, that was the one I, I just, saw that. I just looked at the ones that were on the uh, the demo table. Oh, okay. So I didn't see what their brand new stuff was. I didn't know about it. And then so when Dave and I were done with our game, we just stood to the side and talked. And then we ran into a couple of other mutual friends of ours. Everybody knows Dave. Everybody? Yeah, pretty much. Pretty well, much. I am going to try to get... Um, some dust people on because I know we have quite a few people that have been asking about dusk. So we're going to try to get some dust people on air to talk about the game. Cause I played it once, not last Adepticon the year before that I played it and, uh, I liked the minis. Uh, the game was pretty simple. It was pretty standard, you know, roll yeah. this many dice, hit with this that's... many dice, roll this many wounds, hit with this many wounds. Yeah. That's pretty much what my thought was on the, uh, on the mechanic of the game itself, but yeah. I like the backstory of it and I like the models. You know, I would I would play it again. The one I really enjoyed, though, was Fallout Wasteland Warfare. Uh, liked it way better. Uh, the mechanics were more complex, but not difficult to understand. It wasn't difficult for me to catch on. I think I initially surprised the guy who was doing the demo with. Um, with my strategic decisions. <laughs> <laughs> Moondoggy, thank you for the description. We really appreciate that. Oh, yeah, thank you. Uh, the fact that I even had uh, strategic ideas about what to do in this game. I don't know. But... I, what I was the one thing that impressed you overall, the entire Gen Con? What was the one thing that you was like, this was the best part of Gen Con? And I'm talking about being with friends because we all know that. What one product? Uh, well, it was the Warhammer Age of Sigmar Champions trading card game. Ah. That, that, I, that I bought into it, you know. And I'm in Facebook groups and I'm on the Discord channel. And I, I'm playing games with myself. <laughs> so... Well, as soon as the app goes live, I will definitely be playing with you. I'll play it out and try it some yeah. stuff because that's the one I thing was, I'm looking forward to. My friends and I were, you know, Kat and I and our friend Charity were like, we might have to like Skype to play each other because we had no idea there was a digital version. Mm -hmm. I didn't find out until I got home. And uh, so I'm like, I... Hey, Cat. Hey, Charity. Uh, looks like there's going to be a digital version, so you don't even have to <laughs> Skype play. We can just, you know, play the digital game. So they both got the app, and Charity's uh, housemate got the app, and, you know, we're, <laughs> we're all going to be playing. 
So when it goes when it goes live, uh, the digital app goes live. Kathy and I will play some games and we'll give y'all a better review of the game. Oh yeah, um, I have in in here. I have my uh, my battle report of chaos versus destruction mm-hmm. of the 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 list that I made with what cards I have, not what cards I still need or want. Although, I did discover that Archeon is a rare card. Mm, of course. And I have, I have three. Dang. <laughs> so, That's not bad at all. Alright, guys. Yeah. Um, I think I we like probably, we have quite a few um, oh. pictures to go through for our oh. Dice Head Gallery. Can I just read through my list of other things here? Yeah, go ahead. Uh, I saw the Dwarven Forge terrain. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They have their their caverns deep Kickstarter is live right now for a few more days. Um, so they have the you know the castles and the dungeon terrain and everything, but they have this caverns deep, which is more new cavern tiles, which look really cool. So Dwarven Forge Kickstarter. I never did get around to playing a demo of Gretchen's. Uh, they were always super busy every time I came by the booth. So, good for them. Um, Codenames has a version now that has pictures instead of words, which could make it very interesting. So, uh, I think I want to see if I can't get the picture version of that. And then uh, I wanted to shout out to my uh, my friends at Offworld Designs because I got to see... I actually left them donuts on Saturday morning. <laughs> I know how hard they're working this convention because they they make all the, the merchandise, all the embroidered bags, all the embroidered shirts, all the screen printing, all that stuff they do right here in Illinois. And uh, I know how hard they work because I was one of them once. So I brought them donuts. Um, and I just wanted to give them a shout out. Good job. Right. And Called Games was there. They're coming out with a new game. They got the license to do a board game for Shovel Knight. Yep. The video game, um, which is exciting. And we can hopefully we'll have them on to talk about that when they get things more solidified with that game. Uh, oh, I picked up a game called Mask of the Red Death. I haven't had a chance to look at the rules, but it's based on Edgar Allan Poe's story, Mask of the Red Death. So it should be interesting. And uh, that's it. So now you can talk about your other stuff. <laughs> All right, we actually, we got quite a bit of stuff for the Dicehead Gallery. So we're going to go and start that. Um, Kathy um, and John, nobody said anything they didn't want critique, so we can give critique. Um, Other than that, uh, let's go ahead and get started with this, because we have quite a few to go through. Um, And that's not where it should start at. (laughs) Don't know why it started right there. (laughs) 
are, are we uh, are we watching this as it comes by on? Uh, okay, so there might be a little lag here. Yeah, hold on. A second. Oh, I love the, the uh, hold on, hold on, fundum. hold on. We're gonna start at the very beginning because I have no clue. It's a very good place to start. That's where most stories should start. Yeah. So let me see if I can get this to start over. I don't know Wait, why. Was, was that a Canadian coin that I just saw float by in the corner? It's a possibility. Yeah, let's start over from... Uh, 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 okay, this was the first one. Um, and this was by Brian. Um, from... Uh, that he did a bust on. <laughs> we're just doing a super fast slideshow through all of them. Okay. No, we're not doing a fly... I'm starting over from so the, the very bust. beginning. The pirate bust? Yeah, the, the pirate bust. By yeah. Brian. Okay. Brian. Yeah, I accidentally <laughs> typed it in. Brain. I believe you said brain. I put it, I actually wrote it down as brain. Ah, well, I'm sure brain is used to it by now. Yep. <laughs> nice job on the freehand. I was actually wondering if this was a class, uh, one of the scale 75 what the heck is classes that they were doing, because I know they had some pirate bust with that included freehand and, and other stuff. Pictures went away. I don't know why it went away. That's weird. Technical difficulty. Oh, of course. Yes. Yeah, there's a little bit going around. <laughs> Deathbringer next. You're not kidding. And his busty. That's what the bustier does. Let me go out and go back in. That's sort of the job. See, that's what in. I thought. And I know they did a class. Uh, they did a class, I don't know, around the country, maybe. They did some classes where people were, uh, were painting that bus, you know. So they're basically spending an entire weekend on, on that bus, which seemed like it would be a really fun class. There it goes. All right, it's back up. <laughs> he did it mostly one-handed, too, because he broke his hand. That's, that's really impressive. Ow. I love the freehand on the, uh. Is that the the bustier or the corset, yeah. whatever it is? Freehand yep. on that looks really cool. The oh, I wish I could get a closer look at it to see if there's texture on the leather. I can't. Uh, uh, leather looks really good. I've got if a, it was I've, right in front of me. <laughs> but yeah, the leather looks good. Is, is that non-metallic metal, or is that metallic paint? I can't tell from here. I can't tell. How would I know? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's it's really fun to paint a bust after painting all these little twenty eight to thirty five millimeter figures. It's it's such a gigantic canvas yeah. all of a sudden. When you're used to trying to pack all that detail into this tiny little cramped model. Mm -hmm. Oh true metallic model, okay, thanks. I don't know. A corset actually lifts and you know smushes it all together. Smushes. I'm saying that's what Andrew said. It lifts and separates. But it, it, I'm here to tell you from experience, not separate. There's your experience. <laughs> yeah, this is a good piece. This is uh, like very it. impressive. And of course, it's not going to let us cycle to the next one. Of course not. So we'll just have to keep looking into her eyes. Oh, you I like the parrot. I like the gun. 
Of course, the slideshow is not going to work for us today, guys. I can't believe you broke your hand crimson before painting on this. <laughs> I'll do a refresh. Yes, Xander, you are thinking of a bra slogan. <laughs> All right. Since y'all can't see, let me see if I can try to get this slide so working. Oh. I mean, I can see the next picture, but I downloaded them so I could see them all. <laughs> I got a. It's not my first rodeo, so to speak. Huh. That's oh, there it goes. All right, I got it. Uh, the next one he, he sent me, I, I, I kind of got this one out of order a bit. But he did this, that this was the picture that it was based off of. Um, excuse me. Oh, the, yeah. Amy Johnson. Graphic. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Amy Johnson bus. This was the, uh, this is what the inspiration was. But this is what it came out to be and what it looked like. Look at her eyes in the picture. I mean, in the photograph. Yeah. But all the, the fun you could have trying to paint that kind of reflection in the uh, irises. Yep. And on a bust, there's room to actually paint those kind of crazy <clears throat> light effects. It's almost like painting a gemstone, painting the irises of an eye if it's if the bust is big enough. I am for saying it's a really good job. I really like... Uh, I like the leather. The, yeah, the leather looks oh, really the good. Leather looks it's got it also, a great texture. It's also good to show you that you don't have to put a lot of crazy colors in something to make it still, if you will, pop. Correct. It still stands out and draws the eye even without a lot of crazy colors. Yeah. All right. I've never painted a bus, so I have no clue how that works or what's going on with it. But definitely I like the the leather look. It looks like leather. It's not just brown. Mm -hmm. It's got a lot yeah. of different textures and a different uh, a lot of different shading into it. That's a way that you can really make uh make something pop and be, you know, one color is to add that bit of texture to it. Mm -hmm. You know, where it goes from smooth to textured. There's, honestly, a, there's a contrast. Like right around the uh, the collar and a couple other parts, it actually looks like worn and stuff too. It's mm -hmm. really good. Yeah. Next one is his butcher. I like butchers. Mm -hmm. <laughs> not that butcher. Not that butcher. kind of butcher. Those butchers Aww. are kind of passe compared to this butcher. Mm -hmm. Aww. They're all the same. The blood. <laughs> yeah, there is a lot of blood on this one. I've noticed that there's a decent amount of blood on this. Uh... Super gore. So, so what is the, what's the miniature? What's the context of the model? Uh, the butcher from Kador. Uh, okay. He's psycho. And he yeah. just kills a lot of things. So he's a butcher. So he really is kind of like an ogre from uh <laughs> Only yes. smaller. Yes. But oh. meaner. Oh, I don't know about that. Uh, he's, he's pretty mean. I mean, my ogres were pretty mean. <laughs> I'm just saying. This one. Andrew, yes, I have read American Gods. Let me go to the email, because he did email me and talked about these things on there. Uh, this one was... Come on, email. Load oh, up. yeah, I like this one. The It looks like an Infinity model. Is it Infinity? Mm, don't think so. No, this no? one... 
but definitely sci-fi. Maybe uh, looks maybe Starfindery. Dana Murphy from Reaper. It's a seventy-five millimeter scale. Oh, okay. Oh, so like it's a cab. They yes. they had that futuristic cab uh, series. Uh, huh. But you said it was seventy-five millimeter. Yep. Holy moly! I would have bet money that it was a normal salt scale pick. Right. Just just really zoomed in. Shit. That's really good. I like it. Yeah. Yeah, nice, I like, nice yellows. Yeah, and yellows is such a pain in the ass to paint. Oh my god, yeah. Is it any easier on bigger scale models? I mean, I have to hope it would be, but I doubt it. It, it, it depends on the surface. Because on bigger scale models, now you've got much larger smooth areas to to cover at more smoothly. <laughs> if that makes sense, it's like painting tanks. Like the side of a tank, if you want it to be shaded from dark to light. There's this whole big flat panel that you have to somehow shade. And when I was doing that, I didn't have an airbrush. So I had to figure out how to do that with paintbrushes. And yeah, have gotcha. it look like like a smooth fade. And so when you've got something larger scale, it actually is more difficult to, to do that kind of shading. That's really cool. Yeah, I like that. Him just brought me tea. <laughs> Next one is his Dreamer from Grimkin. He said he did this on commission work. Um, I actually, Crimson, can you send me a thing in Facebook where you got those flowers? Um, because <laughs> oh, I've been trying to I find can send those. You a thing too. Well, Crimson can send you a thing, but I also have a place you can get stuff like that. Yeah. Because I've been trying to find some of those for some stuff I want to do, and I can't find anybody that I really like, but I like these because I like that yellow and purple. Um, but this one, he said he did it on commission for someone. Um, I like this. I like the shading on the moons. This is one that I actually wanted to paint uh, for a, a future giveaway someday, this model, with all the moons. And, the, and I love the way the hair turned out. I really... Yeah, I was with my I mind. Really, I really like the hair. Turned out well. Looks kind of realistically redhead. Yeah. But I, I definitely like the shading and contrast on the moons, and also the color shift from purple to blue on the dress. Yeah. That that's a model if I had commissioned and gotten that back, I'd have been super happy. Yeah. Here's the backside. 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 And then here's all three of the pieces. Oh, cool. Yeah, they're all very good. Yeah. Um, kind of looks like he has uh, the Canadian symbol on his belly. Yeah, there's Canadian Maple Leaf on the belly. Yeah. That, uh, that, uh... These guys are so adorable. It just slays me. Yeah. Yes. I do like that each one of them has a different <laughs> theme, too. Like, mm -hmm. the pumpkin is like a fall type, and, of course, the uh, Kador mouse is winter type, and I guess the... Uh, Elephant is uh, spring, spring chibi summer, spring. or chibi summer. Yeah, <laughs> the flowers are fully in bloom. Seems about right. Yeah. Uh, I'm kind of curious why does uh, why why the Canadian flag was uh, the Canadian maple leaf was put on the belly. I'm kind of curious. Why would you not? <laughs> I was just are curious. Canada hater. No, but I do really like. I really like his pumpkin. That orange is really yes. cool. Yeah, it's yeah. really good. It gives me some ideas for some of the bases I have. I use pumpkin bases for some I, of my guys. And yeah. Just give I me like some thoughts. The, the striations 
of the yellow and the orange there, it looks like, and it looks kind of like you kind of kind of faded that the shadow parts are a little more greenish, and I don't know if that was your plan, but that's what it looks like to me. In yeah. Picture. Yeah, no, I really like the pumpkin. Yeah, apparently he's a uh, Canadian WTC team team player, so he wanted uh, patriotic. So that's mm -hmm. off. No problem. <laughs> uh, and this is his Necromunda gang. Um, what are they called? What are these ladies? Kyle Sesher. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, I really liked those. Some of his gangers, which I really like because uh, they're kind of punkish, so they have different punk colors and mohawks and stuff like that. They're so. super vibrant, and I feel yeah. like, just like for old school Blood Bowl, you almost just have to paint them vibrant, and that's what I did with my uh, the gang that I painted. The And I'm totally drawing a blank now. What are they, John? Goliath? Yes, thank you. Yeah. This is why I need to write down. I need to take notes on things. <laughs> or just make sure you've got someone who's been involved with Games Workshop stuff for 30 years. No. Wow. Yeah, I really... Oh, look at there's a uh, free hand on that, and I didn't notice it before. Well, you That's have to very 1980s looking. Tartan. Yeah, they're very, so they're very 80s punk. It's yeah, very... exactly. I yeah. love the hair on this one. And oh my god, there's plaid. You're like my favorite person. <laughs> it's, it's almost like the plaid on Tiny Kathy's pants. I feel like they need a picture together. <laughs> Next one. Uh, some more gangers. Mm -hmm. Definitely catches the, uh, the, the theme of it. Definitely has the theme of the gang. Oh yeah. And this is his Gungan, uh, Gun Gundam, Gungan, Gundam model. Uh, he won a local contest with this. Uh, it's kind of hard to see. But I don't know how big screens are, but there's a ton, ton of battle damage done really, oh, really yes. well. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I really like the battle damage. It's all like cracks in the paint and chipping and all that stuff, and even on the shield with the freehand and everything. Yeah, it's a Zaku from Gundam. And the base looks really cool. Yeah. yeah. It's, and, and I have a soft spot in my heart for classic Gundams anyways. Yeah. I think it was later. really cool. I love to see them, like, painted all cool. Yeah, this one's got good battle damage on it, good freehand. Everything looks really good. Yeah, and then the yeah the freehand on the shield's awesome. It's yeah. like Kinda a little makes... bit of object source lighting in the eye mm -hmm. area. I'm curious uh, what inspired the uh, freehand. Yeah. It was a particular Gundam episode or movie. Uh, and this is Nancy Steel Punch. He gave us a work in progress picture. And then after that, because he said oh, he tried this his, one, yeah. his, near, uh, his near metallic metal. That is uh, some fun freehand. I love the lenses in her uh, goggles. Yes. That's like... That's the the lenses are are amazing. Yeah. So he, like I said, he said it's a work in progress. And sure. Yeah, I can see that. Then he said that. that's yeah. the bust, which is really cool. Um, I wanted to see. It looks like all the pants, the checkered board pants or diamond, were all freehand. Yeah. Yeah, that's really pretty good. Cool. Put 
put a uh, couple more stripes in there and they'd be argyle. Because <laughs> <laughs> I like to make things difficult. Of course. Um, and then this is his Man of War Tankers, um, which I really like. He's got a really cool color palette uh, for his Kador army. It's very different. They look a ton better in his in his uh, palette than uh, in the standard. Yes. Uh, okay, he's got a ton of battle damage on this, and he's also um, everything's got. Nice. Yeah, every like his ruins actually say certain things in actual. Oh, um, cool. So he's definitely got uh, some actual things going on. Quick, Congo, translate. I'm sure you can translate, Kadoran. Yeah, do it now. <laughs> Uh, but definitely, you guys, can't, you guys can't abbreviate League of Legends to LOL. It looks like you're just laughing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, which made me LOL. <laughs> That's ironic. <laughs> and this is from Deathbringer Nex. Um, sent us some stuff, um, some Citadel, and uh, this is our, is Necron that he did with a really oh, cool little Necron. pattern. Yeah, I remember that. Mm-hmm. I love that it's uh, red and not just like straight up metallic. Yes. Yeah, the metallic is so easy to paint, but it's, I don't want to say it's been done, but it's kind of been done. Mm-hmm. Using other colors on the armor just looks so much more distinctive. Yep. It adds, yeah. it adds something to it. And then the yellow with the black looks like proto hazard striping. Yep. That's very cool. And the, all the red on the weapon just looks, yeah. I don't know, it just looks more real, I guess. Yeah. Cool color, cool color scheme. Um, and this was his Sylvaneth, uh, one of his dryads. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, which is cool. I mean, it's kind of a, it's kind of your standard paint, you know, type look of a, a wood, uh, but it definitely looks really cool. Um, I'm gonna say this is a pet peeve of mine. Um, I have to paint all my rocks, like any terrain that I make. I have to paint those rocks. And so it's like a big pet peeve oh, of mine to paint. Yeah, on the base. base with just yeah. gravel and static grass by yes. itself. When I first started painting, like in one, that's what I did. Yeah. Was I would just take the I would take the gravel and I would take the medium ballast and I would glue it and then I would stick on the static grass and uh, blended turf. <laughs> and and I loved it and I thought and that's the greatest thing and it looks cool on the table and everything. But only later did I realize it looks more uniform mm-hmm. if I prime the base and the model and I just take a dry brush some colors on the base before I put my, uh, my static grass and stuff on there. Yeah my, yeah, my buddy the Jason goes on rants about how he spent all this time finding the perfect rock to put it on the base so he could prime it and then paint it to look like the perfect rock. Yes. It, it, it's the texture you're looking for. Yeah, I know. Not the color. Well, it's also so, the, 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 the style of the colors. You want it to, to look, like you said, uniform. Yeah. Yeah. Well, if uh, you want it to look like uh, it, it it's matches the model. So I have seen sand bases where they use like just actual like sand looking that looks fine across the entire army because like, oh, look, they're, they're in a desert. It looks good. Sure. But yeah. you have to sort of Like I choose. said, if it's an army and it's out on the table, something yeah. like that is going to look great. Uh, and then his Marine. That's a Primaris Intercessor, looks like. No. Ooh, talking dirty. Just saying. It's almost <laughs> like I play that game a little bit. A little. 
Maybe. Uh, which I like. Ooh. I like the color scheme. It's really good. Yeah, um, yeah. Wonder if Love he's going that for red on the gun. Going for like a salamander type theme. I'm not sure or whatever type of theme it is. Salamander, yeah. mentor, almost Maybe. dark angel. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I, really I good. Looks yeah, dark angel. He says in the chat room. I was just noticing the shoulder pad there. Yeah, I couldn't oh, see. Oh, I didn't it. see it. Oh, is it lagging and it hasn't come around to me yet? No, no, there. Uh, you can see the. You can see little bits of wing on his shoulder pad, on his uh, left shoulder pad. Oh, okay. I, I like that he's not going f as dark as I normally do. He's brightened it up a bit. That's, yeah. that's really yeah. cool. Well, I mean, if you're me, you're going Dark Angel's green, but all your robes are black. So I'm totally with doing other colors that aren't just textbook, you know. Yeah. But it's nice and clean. Like The green is really, really clearly clean. Mm -hmm. Nice and smooth. And I love that red. The red on the gun. Looks yeah, good. the red gun definitely brings it out. It helps. Yeah, makes it pop. Yeah, there's a whole science behind space marines and their guns and all. It's weird. Yeah. Oh. Someone rocks. Yep. Let me take a look. That is... John oh. Snodgrass. Ooh, ah. With his Captain Aelrion. Yep. Uh, definitely. Aelrion. You weirdo. I, I, being an ass. <laughs> it's, it's a callback. He'll, I'm sure he appreciates it. Um, his troll bloods. Yeah. So there's, uh, this is the it's, rock. I like his white mane. Uh, his white hair actually it turned out really well. It yeah. Hurt. yeah. It's got some good but shadows in it. Yeah. If this just in. He knows how to paint. <laughs> yeah. Dude, right? His teeth are really good, too. Very good distinction between them. This is a great model. Oh, yeah. I would call this a uh, an inspirational model, honestly. Or aspirational is what you want to aspire to have your, your models look. Your aspirational. It gives, okay, it gives various different <laughs> sides of the model. Very clean. Yes. And I love it just the little bits of color here and there just to make it uh, stand out a bit. Like the foam, it looks like the foam, yeah. sort of like a orangish, pinkish color yep. mm -hmm. there on the back. And the other color of fur that's not his hair. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So good. Yeah. It's a full shot. Yeah, because yeah, he's wearing that. <laughs> that's <pretty laughs> yes. It's the fur off of an animal as opposed to his own magnificent fur. Indeed. Stony axe, too. Well, you know. Trollkin are my favorite. I love them. Trollkin are very cool. And then the ice spear. Yeah, like a nice javelin almost, sort of how he's holding it. But throw that shit. Oh, that harkens me back to my yetis for uh, <laughs> my ogre kingdom. Full circle, you, right back around to ogre kingdoms. You gotta play you, the thing. I always have to. I, <laughs> right? I sculpted the heads because the, the heads of those Yeti models were so hideous. I yep. used regular ogre heads and I then like sculpted ass, hair yeah. around all of them. I could I could throw those up here. Uh, I like um, the way he did the leather on the back of this yeah. the model. It's really good. Mm -hmm. It's got really good like distinctions. Dark, but not too dark. Yeah. Yeah, these are really good. I, I really like the way they look. Really good color. He gets a lot out of a limited paint palette, too. He doesn't add a lot of extra colors just for no reason. 
when they were in there for something different, but he teaches just like I said, gets a lot of work out of the colors he does use. Yeah, this is a shaman, which I really like. This model has a crap ton of detail. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean a crap ton of detail. I mean when we go to the no, back side. Angle. Yeah. yeah. The, the back side's the back side's Ooh, yeah. I love the, the ice hanging off of the uh, staff. And then yeah, the, the ruins. The backside really shows you like how he just like I said gets the most out of the I really the like account. how he did all the the ruins, uh it looks like it's tooled in there mm -hmm. instead of like a separate color like most people do. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's been pressed out of the leather. Yeah, yeah. It's super sweet. Yeah, it's really good. It's a, it's a good model. Has a lot of detail, and he he really makes oh, yeah, it stand the, out. Like the Trollkin models are some of the best of the line. Yeah. It's... I really enjoyed painting the ones that I painted. Plus, plus his bases, the little bits yeah, he does. I was bases. just gonna say, it's a really nice base. It looks like he used uh, cork. Maybe a little bit of yeah. a couple layers of cork with some gravel and stuff. And then the lines are very clean for arcs, and then he's got just little bits on this guy to make him look special. You know, in the in the front arc there, it's pretty cool. And then Congo. Congo. Is this Infinity? Nope. This is Relic Knights. Okay. Yes, I didn't even know what this one was. Ah. You can tell it's stupid, stupid skinny though, and really tiny. It is super skinny. It is super skinny. They went very anime uh, style, and uh, that's fun uh, though. I like the red. Yeah, With the well, red just like an ink over it. It looks like a kind of like an ink glazed over. I really like that he took and made it look like the character that she's sort of inspired by from uh, Captain Harlock. Oh, is that what she's like? Chaplain Aileron, yes. Cork, rocks, and sand is yep. the boss for bases. I would add a little bit of Sculpey to it, but that's just the way I do it. But that's yeah. on my list of stuff to get Sculpey. That's my that's my sandwich. It's like a a flat piece of Sculpey, a piece of cork, and then the bottom of the base, and then you just throw some sand and gravel over all that. Oh, metaphorically, I was wondering how you ate that. It's delicious. <laughs> uh, our <laughs> next one is from it a like is from a scrub. I mean, she's just. A scrub beyond belief. Shit. I don't know why she put anything on here. She, you know, doesn't do anything but paint all the time. Uh, this is Lynn from Metalhead Minis. She sent us our. Her, she sent her, her uh, Guild Ball uh, Mortician gang. Oh, yeah. yeah. Which, very good. Which uh, y'all know, Lynn's a really good friend of ours. Uh, yeah, the, uh, the basings all matches is good. There's lots of good carryover in the color. That's. That's super sweet. Yeah, the greens are really cool because they're they got oh, like yeah. that icker look to them. That sort of glowy green, yeah, almost like a yeah, almost glowy. It's like minty. It's like mint green. Yeah, really cool. Minty. And I like the the saw blade is done really mm -hmm. well. Really good. And another really good choice of colors, even on the, uh, the sort of guy second from the from our right. Looking at it, where he's got all that under underclothes, and it doesn't detract at all. It's just that it fits in there well, and doesn't doesn't take away from the rest of the model. It's cool. No, got that little pop to make it stand out. Mm -hmm. You wanna you wanna do something cool against something warm. If you got that warm reddish brown, now you've got this cool thing that's that's gonna stand out. It's gonna be a temperature contrast. 
it's just another way of uh, contrasting and making things really show up. Uh, this one is from one. Uh, this is Nina C. Nina okay. had sent us from. I think she's from. Uh, she found us from uh, Metalhead Minis group and sent us some things. Um, she told me two of the models are from Hero Forge, the okay. the 3D printed ones. Yeah, and stuff. Yeah, and she's yeah. starting to learn how to paint and stuff. And this picture right here. What I really liked about this whole thing is you put a Doritos. Is Doritos for scale? <laughs> I, I I feel hungry when I see this one. But you know what's even more funny is when I saw the blade of the hobby knife next to it. I thought it was uh, like some airbrushed non-metallic metal of some model's blade. Oh, <laughs> at first, and not and not like an actual hobby knife. And she did do the free hand on the shield. That's I legit as shit. It. Yeah. yeah. It's I really good. Like that. And that's yeah. tiny, tiny model, so Yeah. Yeah, they're good. real small. Tiny. Hero Forge are really small. Well they can be, yeah. They they have all sorts of scales. They're they're really cool. Yeah. That is a free hand on the shield. Well yeah. okay, so I'm really good. A <laughs> um and this was her other one and uh she was talking about it and I asked her because she said this was a Hero Forge, and of course they're 3D printed models, so they're not going to have a huge amount of texture on them. Yeah, not the uh, best detail all the no. time and stuff. And, and she was they looking. They know, right, Crimson? I was thinking the same thing. I'm sorry to interrupt. He goes, looking at that blade, I'm going to have to steal those colors for actual painting. That's exactly <laughs> what I was thinking. Like this is a great reference for me metal. So, anyways, <laughs> um, I think on this one. I think if she were to do some inks on this, it would make this model pop a billion times more. Yeah, a little bit of inks washes. Um, it's hard to tell without the regular mini for a reference because it looks like maybe the paint's a little too thick on it, but I think that's actually the model, not her paint. Correct, I, because oh. it's a Hero Forge model. Yeah. Oh, yeah, some of the details can be a little uh, Fuzzy. less than stellar depending on, yeah, I, on what you get. Yeah. I kind of want to get one just to sort of test it out, but uh, instead I'm going to beat up uh, Trollton Heston and uh, steal one of his when I get a chance, or steal his so I can take a look I, at it. Yeah. I did paint one for a friend of mine, and it was the black plastic, which is supposed to be a higher uh, higher quality, mm -hmm. but frankly, I it was full of striations. Yeah, uh, it's you know, printed. Yep. So... It but she's something that I would do for display. However, my friend loved it, and it was for his character for D and D. And that's what she said it too. It looks yeah, like you this need, is. You don't need the best piece for your D and D model. You just want a piece that's appropriate. That just exactly. makes all the difference. Yeah. Exactly. Well, she also sent us this one, which is the Crick's uh, uh, Pirate Shreds. Uh, I can't remember their names. Um, Don't look at me. Oh man, it's a new Crix unit. Um, Hold on. Are you getting that? Uh, and she got commissioned to paint this, and the uh, the person said she wanted they wanted it painted just like the picture. That's the reason she got oh, them in yeah. the background. And and she's got it. You can yeah. see <laughs> it's complete good copy of it. Jobs are good. Yeah. Uh, 100% looks like the the metal. Looks like the the picture. Yeah, look at that shading on the one lady who's uh, holding her arms out, and you look at her uh, upper torso, mm -hmm. and then down past her belly button, 
the uh, shard you can see there's dirt this, shears. There's this bit of shade yeah. that goes from light to dark, and she did that really well on that model. Yeah, the belly on that one girl with her arms straight out and you know left and right pose is really good because you can tell the the line down the center of the stomach and underneath the like the rib cage. Mm-hmm. Yep. And your colors are totally on point. Yeah, definitely, yeah. definitely got the background picture. Oh, why am I, I'm, my picture's not there. I'm, that was a thumbs up. <laughs> <laughs> um, who's next? Oh, and we are done. Which We're actually, done. what perfect timing because it's almost it's eight o'clock. Perfect timing. Well, um, thanks everybody for uh, for sharing your models with us, and hopefully. Uh, Next month, or I don't know when we're doing this again in a couple months, or I think uh, twice a year to start would probably be okay, good, every, and then we can every see every from there. Months? Yeah, or every quarter, um, something unless like that. People give us feedback and say that they want it more often, and yeah. they feel like they can throw more things together. Because I'm happy to talk about miniatures all day. Yeah, yeah and I'm so also going to take all of these and post them on our Facebook page, so everybody yeah. can see all these miniatures. Keep our email address: more than dice a podcast. There's a period between each little word. Uh, at gmail.com and uh, just keep sending your pictures and we'll save them up and either do little bits here or there or just save them up for a big cast once in a while. Yep. Which is cool. Alright, let's go and go to media section since it is 8 o'clock. So, before media section, uh, I'm going to talk real quick. Uh, if you guys can't get enough about listening to me ramble on about stuff in general, next Saturday I will be on the Painting with my John uh uh, 12 hour extravaganza for charity um, we're going to be talking about just all sorts of stuff for charity uh, we get a charity we want to push people towards uh, check in there we'll be doing it from we'll do <laughs> from 9 to 9 uh, gonzo time which means 10 to 10 eastern standard time <laughs> 9 to 9 gonzo no time no one cares about eastern standard time nope it's all about uh, central everyone on the <laughs> east coast does I think we outnumber you. Nope. I nope. have to pay attention to Alaska time now, too, for a, oh. a hangout with a friend of mine. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, so check me out on that. We'll be chatting about all sorts of stuff. There's going to be a little uh, role-playing session in the middle of it at about uh, 3 p.m. Central time, I think, or 2 p.m. I don't remember. Oh. I'll, I'll, I'll share something on our page uh, as it gets closer, maybe about Wednesday or so. Uh, with some details and all, but uh, yeah, it'll be for a good cause. Come, uh, come listen to me ramble about stuff some more. What? <laughs> yeah, I know. All right, um, media section. I have a couple of things to talk about. Kathy, how many things you got to talk about? I have a thing. A I, thing. I watched a thing. Uh huh. Oh, are we going to do the um, Ready Player One? Are we going to wait till you get done? Wait till you see it, Kathy. I, I, I could watch it this week unless you guys are desperate to talk about it. That's fine with me. No, because I'm going to rant like a... Mm, the, <laughs> whenever that comes on. So we'll hold off on that but one. I wish, to, I wish to verbally spar with you because I feel like I might like it. Because okay. I haven't read the book. So I don't okay. have anything to, to color my subconscious with as I watch it. It'll be an interesting discussion to say the least. I yes. won't spoil which way I'm leaning. We will we will we will hold off on Ready Player One until next, next week. week. That and way. I'll actually I will actually pay monies to watch this movie so that I can talk about it. So all you all better show up. There you go. Better show up. 
So, <laughs> all right. Um, so I only have a couple of things to talk about. John, you said what six? Well, six things technically. Okay. Well, give us one of them. Well, okay. I watched season six through eleven of uh, Red versus Blue. Okay. So. Uh, it's a hell of a thing because it's about two hours each. So apparently, I watched it on TV this week. I didn't realize. <laughs> I'll be honest. One day, I just turned it on and I'm like, "Ah, oh, yeah, I'll watch while I'm eating." And then it turned off, and I'm like, "Bainey came home," and I'm like, "I was watching the season before, and I just didn't turn it off, and I just went to the next season." So I figured <laughs> what the hell. Well, right, that's what you do. So um, I feel like I should have started a little bit earlier, but it just sort of came up with what was there. I was in the mood to watch Red versus Blue. And I really love what they did, I don't know, season five-ish or so, when the story started becoming not just silliness all the time. They actually have a story going on. So I watched pretty much uh, the majority of the uh, the what they call the Freelancer Saga, which is like seasons... I mean, really, if you start at the beginning, which is they call the first couple seasons the Blood Gulch Chronicles, mm-hmm. but... That sort of lays the groundwork for the Freelancer Saga, which handles up until Season 10. And they wrap that up there. And there's some actual good feels. There's some legitimately good storytelling and sci-fi in there. Um, But also a ton of absolutely silly stuff. Um, So if you loved loved Red vs. Blue for the early all-silly all the time... You need to temper your expectations because it actually gets in there and has um, some great, great uh, story stuff in there. Um, good enough that, you know, it, it, I'd watch a movie based on some of this stuff. <laughs> so and, it's just not jokes about. Uh... No, it's not just jokes about, you know, like Griff getting hit in the balls, though that is a recurring joke through the whole thing. Or, you know, Chupacabra. Chup- <laughs> I mean. <laughs> It doesn't really look like a warthog. Yeah. <laughs> Which is still a classic. It is a classic joke. And, I mean, honestly, I would say that, I mean, between the website and YouTube and Netflix, you could watch, like, a ton of it. Yeah. Um, there's so much there. Um, but I really enjoy it. Uh, I'll, I'll go with the Freelancer Saga because I'd seen this before. I was just rewatching it because it was on and very good. Towards the middle, there are some absolutely great animated fight scenes in it. Mm-hmm. There's a ton. You can find them on YouTube if you want to look up, you know, best red versus blue fight scenes. There's some stuff in there that's just legitimately cool sci-fi fight scenes. Uh, super fun. And, I mean, again, in the end, a little bit of feels there, which is impressive for a series like that. You wouldn't expect it. Uh, a couple different times you get some feels. Uh, so I cannot recommend it enough. Uh, I'm going to give it uh, God, a way higher rating than I ever would have thought for something like Red versus Blue. Uh, I'm going to give it like half a space herpy because, wow. I mean, you take something that silly and you add something that legitimately gets some feels and some great action scenes. Um, what can you do? I mean, it's just good enjoyment. I mean, Is I generally... It as good as Casablanca? I mean, <laughs> I mean, there's not as many dick jokes or people getting shot with rifles in Casablanca as there is in Red vs. Blue. It's sort of a different kind of good. Fair <laughs> enough. <laughs> yeah, um, not as many. 
Yeah, and, and if people follow Rooster Teeth, you know that their chief animator uh, uh, passed from a from surgery complications. I oh, think around funny. the end of season ten, I think it was. Um, so it sort of changed it back to sort of the using the Halo engine. That's sort of the idea. Somewhere in the middle there, season you know five or six or so, they uh, they went. They had the engine, but they went and actually did some animated stuff in there. And uh, let's see if I can figure out about when that is. But yeah, at, at a certain point, unfortunately, you know, he passed, and they had to go to a different, back to a different sort of style of uh, animation using the uh, the engine and all. But still interesting. But I'll, I'll follow that in when I talk about season eleven, which I just started and had just seen. Uh, this time, but I'll talk about that in a couple minutes. Let you guys get some words in edgewise. Kathy, what'd you watch? So, I watched this show called Existence, which is a 1999 sci-fi horror thriller. Oh, and it's Canadian, so... <laughs> and, it's Canadian. and it's Canadian. This, this explains everything. I, I liked it. I laughed. It was, it was like... Horror, but it was it was weird. It was actually more bizarre than scary or sci-fi or anything. It was just bizarre. Um, and it's about these these two people, uh, Jennifer Jason Leigh and Jude Law. And uh, at the beginning, it's like this game designer who appears to be on the run from assassins, and and the guy who ends up with oh Christopher Eccleston is at the beginning too, and he, you know. I won't spoil anything. He gets shot. He tells this one guy to take the the game designer away and save her. And uh, so they're on the run from looking over their shoulder from some shady group. And and this game that she designs is this weird biomechanical uh, contraption. And that's the kind of it's like the joystick. It's weird because it's got this bizarre kind of sexual thing about the, the <laughs> I, I mean it's not overt but there's a subconscious kind of thing where she's got this relationship with this sort of biomechanical uh, pod I think they called it and, uh, and you hook it into a port that gets installed in your lower spine and the Um, and, and every time they're, like, porting in with this, with the cord, which looks like an umbilical cord, you know, there's, like, this, like, <gasps> you know, and, uh, so it's just, it's amusing in that way, and, uh, but, but there are some graphic violence, but I watched it on, on network TV, so I need to go see it again, uh, uncut, like, you know, rent it somewhere, I guess, and uh, and watch the whole thing because I'm pretty sure I missed all the swear words and all <laughs> the movies, and I'm sure there was other graphic violence that uh, was probably not safe for network TV. Yeah. So I I'd like to watch it again. I was a little disappointed uh, by the ending. Uh, it it could have been better. But I'm I'm for sure watching it again, so I'm gonna give it like one and a half space for people. Uh, Benny, what was it called again? They don't give it many. 
Existence, uh, ending with a Z. Okay. It was made in 1999. I've never heard of it. I, I haven't have. either, but it was like, there's this horror channel that I get on my network TV now, so they play all kinds of weird shit. <laughs> Let's see, I watched, uh, I watched... The last season of Glow on Netflix, which is the gorgeous ladies of wrestling, uh, which is based off of the original TV show. Um, and it, it wasn't bad. Uh, Glow is not a bad TV show. Uh, Netflix is doing a good job on it. My only thing I'm, I'm kind of curious is like, when is it going to end? Because, of course, that show got canceled. Um, so I'm kind of curious if they're going to eventually just go, yeah, we're going to go, you know, screw that the show got canceled. We're going to keep going with stuff. And I think that's what they're going with right now. Um, it is pretty interesting. I'm really, I liked it. Um, one and a half, maybe two space herpes to go with it. Um, has a lot of good drama and stupid, silly stuff. Uh, the characters are fun to watch. I like the wrestling more than I like the uh actual character story stuff um you liked watching them wrestle rather than watching them talk i get it yeah and it, 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 it's because it's, <laughs> it's funny it's funny stupid stuff you know like this one lady this one wrestler she wants to sell her brain so she could make her mannequin a real person so she could marry it and love it. And then, like, the lady's like, this, this voodoo queen's like, ah, I can do that, but you have to give me your brain and trade. And I'm like, what the hell? <laughs> but, I mean, it, it's stupid stuff. It, it, it's got some decent stuff to it. It's got some decent acting. Um, some of the side story stuff is just kind of eh. You, you want to see more of the wrestling stuff. You want to see because that's what it's supposed to be about. Um, and the bad acting... Because whenever they act on the wrestling, the wrestling show, bad acting. yeah, the wrestling oh, bad yeah. acting, and it's like <laughs> it, it's, it's it's like they're copying because you know they're good actors because when they're not doing the wrestling part, it's good acting. But when they do the wrestling show, <laughs> they act really, really bad, like the cheesy nineteen eighties, yeah, yeah stuff, and it's just hilarious. Um, if you like first season, you will like second season, and uh, you know so on and so forth. It's it's good. It's worth it. Uh, like I said, one and a half, maybe two space herpes, but definitely worth it. Cool. John, what's yours? Uh, my next one is season 11 of Red vs. Blue. It's the start of a new story arc and trilogy. Plus, uh -huh. they started using, I, I had guess, never uh, heard of this. Really? Real, oh, man. I think you might have mentioned it like way uh, early on when I first joined. Yeah. You I, were talking about it, maybe? I do enjoy me some red versus blue. Um, and this is this cool. Is like full circle a year later. Yeah, no doubt. <laughs> <laughs> but so, um, again, like I said, uh, the gentleman's name, I think was Monty or he, he passed. And so they didn't have as many custom animated scenes. So some of the amazing fight scenes that were in previous seasons aren't present, but still very cool. Um, they do a good job of adding new stuff and trying to have the characters, evolve without taking them too far from their roots and in this season there's sort of an underlying theme and they're put out in like small episodes so like 
it's two hours and change long, but there's 19 episodes. If you figure out, you know, they're only, you know, a couple minutes an episode. And, but they do a good job of actually having some of the characters, mostly blue team people. Uh, the red team people are more support, if you will. Uh, have a good arc and a good, uh, some good character development. Um, so I really enjoy that. They have that continue, um, interesting story, a little silly. I mean, really silly at points. In fact, it goes maybe a little bit back towards the absolute silly that it was prior, which is fine. Um, I didn't quite enjoy it as much as Project Freelancer, but then again, if you look at the fact that I saw that whole, if you will, that whole story, I get to that whole story in the case, in the space of like five days. Yeah. And here I've just seen the first third of another trilogy, so there is that. So I, I would probably give it about uh, uh, one space herpes. It is still amusing. Um, I enjoy it. I'm going to continue watching. It's good. Uh, it's easy to watch and then stop, even though on Netflix it's in a season. You know, it's all in one, you know, two hour and twenty minute long video. It's easy to just stop, go away, and come back and watch. They have lots of breakpoints because it's based off of individual episodes. And uh, I found that for some reason I have a problem watching hour-long episodes of things because my chunks don't come in those, you know, minus commercials 45 minutes or so. They come in smaller groups <laughs> or longer groups. So this is really more my speed for stuff to watch uh, at dinner. So and sure. uh, been enjoying it. It's, it's I mean, I tried to like I said, I tried to rewatch Arrow and didn't get very far before I was like, uh, this takes too long. <laughs> <laughs> I might try because you know honestly if I get to a point where there's new stuff I'll be more engaged I might try and watch it with some you know doing something at the same time which I normally don't do but very much enjoying it uh, looking forward to see what's next uh, definitely recommend to anyone who likes sci-fi stuff though again like I said this is not as absolutely good as say seasons you know 6 through 10 were but it is still very amusing yeah. I feel like I need to look this up because I like sci-fi stuff it's there's a ton of it on YouTube. It is a little weird though because if you watch it, like if you find the stuff in order and you start watching it, some of the stuff is sort of apocryphal now. Like they've sort of revision revised it, you know. We get like, it, Congo. You like red. Yes. <laughs> it's, it's okay. It's okay, Congo. You can like the red team. <laughs> I think the blue times team's got retards too. That's sort of the point. They're all retards <laughs> in the best way. Said my favorite. Oh, pen, Kathy, so. did you watch anything else? Um, so last night, I so I have some weird uh, channels here because I don't have cable, so I rely on you know the network, the antenna. Uh, there's one channel that is sporadic, as in the signal sometimes is weak and vanishes completely, and I end up with no signal, and other times it's fine. And it seems like at seven o'clock every night they are playing old school Doctor Who. Oh, cool. So I was able to watch a uh, a third doctor, John Pertwee. Oh shit! Uh, and it was with Daleks, and but it was with the credits for the fourth doctor, so you could tell it was getting to the point where he's about to die. Ah. You know, and it's about to transform. You mean regenerate? To, right to the fourth doctor. Wait, say that in your geeky voice. Yeah, I'm sorry. You mean regenerate? <laughs> <laughs> and then. Last night, there was an episode with Peter Davison on it, the fifth doctor. 
and uh, so that was fun. I, He's I, not just a doctor. He's my doctor. Feed four is is my doctor. I could when I was nine, Pyramids of Mars uh, came on. I remember it because that was the one with the mummies, and I was like, "Ooh, mummies! I like monsters. It's a horror movie. I'm gonna watch this." But it wasn't. But I was hooked. I was yep. hooked from from that time on. Um, yeah, so. And then, so last night, uh, after Doctor Who was over and after I watched Existence, uh, I, I turned it to MHZ Worldview, and at night they do uh, detective shows. And I've talked about this before, but this one was a Swedish detective show, and I had never seen it. And it took me, like, halfway through the show to realize it was Swedish and not German. So I apologize to German and Swedish-speaking people everywhere for confusing... Swedish with German. Um, I I should have clued in when they were talking about this place called Gotland, because that just seems so much more uh, Scandinavian. And then they were talking about so and so going up to Stockholm, which is a good clue. Uh, so that's when I kind of realized oh, this is this is a Swedish detective series, and uh, but I had never seen it before, and of course I just. I don't know what it is about the detective shows that are in other countries. I just, I like to watch them. I like to see all the different cultural stuff. I like to listen to the language, even if I don't understand it. Thank goodness for subtitles. Thank goodness. But I don't even remember uh, what it was called. So, <laughs> so God, uh, you chuckle? Like detective in the Sea or something, because uh, they're right near the mirror. Which is the sea. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Oh. Tenth Doctor, yeah. Oh, Christopher Eccleston was on Existence, which was right after I watched uh, The Fifth Doctor. So, <laughs> crazy, right? So, um, Gonzo, Facebook just uh, finished the uh, Dice Head uh, Gallery. Facebook is actually really, really far behind. I've, I've like noticed that. I mean, minutes. Yeah, I've been trying to keep up with it. And we're getting a lot of lag from Facebook, which is okay. Uh, we just won't worry about the chat from Facebook. I'm sorry if you're well, watching I'm on Facebook. Sorry, people who uh, on Facebook. I'm not it's sorry. I'm actually keeping track of it. Yeah. It's just well, been very, very, very laggy, which is okay. Faster, John. <laughs> Show enough? Um, let's see. No, not show enough. <laughs> she said I'm the master. Show enough. No, you're not show enough. Just my converse? Nope. Wait, you have converse? <laughs> Sounds like someone needs to watch The Last Dragon. Someone needs to watch The Last Dragon. Kathy, that is Wait, your thing. what happened to the rest of the dragons? <laughs> you, need to, you need to watch The Last Dragon. Well, uh, you know, Bruce Lee. Is it going to make me cry? No! You just need to watch Last no. Dragon. It will not. I mean, if it, it won't There's make you like cry. There's a serious crossover between The Last Dragon in my head with the fantasy stuff and The Last what? Dragon with Bruce Lee. Yeah. You need to watch The Last Dragon. Just go yeah, watch so it. So, whatever you're thinking it is, it's not exactly that. No. There are no dragons in this story. No, yes, there is. There is. Like, no, there's the last dragon. There's the I'm last dragon. I'm pretty sure there's no actual dragon. He's an actual dragon. Is he? Does he morph into a dragon at the end? <laughs> I'm just going to watch it. <laughs> oh my God, my mind Spoilers! Went to that. 
that, that bit in Mortal Kombat Annihilation where oh, damn it, I tank turns into a hand. dragon and it was... Blah. Sorry. Mm, okay, so... Let's see. Same. I um, started two series this week and still working through them. Um, one series I started was Sword Art Online 2, uh, okay. which is an anime, um, which I watched the first one I really liked. It was really cool. Uh, it's about uh, people playing an MMO uh, and stuff, so what goes on in the MMO and real life and stuff, and it was really good. Uh, reminded me of the RPG Dream Park, which if you... If you ever get a chance, pick up a copy of Dream Park. Uh, it's a RPG where you roleplay a character, roleplaying a character in a virtual reality game. So you actually have two character sheets. Your character and then your human side. So, um, But this is a Sword Art Online. It actually leads off where Sword Art 1 was, so Sword Art 2. Um... Instead of being a fantasy MMO, this one's a gun-style MMO that they're in, where people kill each other with guns and it's gun combat and stuff. Um, it's really good. Uh, if you like anime, you'll like this one. If you like the first one, you'll like the second one. I'm only about halfway through, uh, and everything seems to be good. Uh, I highly recommend it if you like anime. Of course, I always have to wait for dub versions because I can't watch subtitle shows. That's so I'm behind most cases on the subtitle is superior version it is it is it is like that but i do too much stuff when i watch tv so i can't Gosh. watch subtitled this is Start. the problem i have i'm very familiar with the uh the whole subtitles you actually have to look at the screen and not doing something else correct like painting for instance. funny thing i actually subtitle every movie i watch no um I, I prefer subtitles, but it, yeah, it is difficult if you are wanting to do something else. Oh yeah, but it does help with the, sometimes there's lines you can't quite make out, and then it's on the screen, you know what it is. Exactly, yeah. Um, yeah, so, so I, have to, I have to ask Gonzo, have you seen um, Cowboy Bebop? Uh, it's my favorite anime of all time. Good, it's <laughs> also the best one, uh, the only one that's superior in subtitled for, or in dubbed form than subbed. Yes. Huh. One of my favorite animes of all time. I own tons awesome. of Cowboy Bebop stuff. Tons oh, and tons. Like, I own the Perfect Session. I have Spike Spiegel. I've got a wall scroll. Yeah, I'm a huge nerd when it comes to that. <laughs> so. so here's hoping that uh, we're still together when they finally get... I have that exact model, by the way, Gonzo. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes. Um, here's hoping that uh, we're still going together when they finally get the live-action Cowboy Bebop movie off the uh, ground so Gonzo can review it and have fire flames <laughs> around his what, head. So like a year from now? Two years from now? I know we they're working know. on it. They've been working on it for a year or so. I'll be honest, I was worried. Originally they were going to cast uh, Keanu Reeves as Spike Spiegel. I'm like, he can't do that. Then I saw John Wick and said, oh, bring it no on. No one should be casting him in anything. Just like Tom Cruise. Neither of oh, them, ever. Uh, no, they're both great. I disagree. You don't have to like them. It's okay. But they're both Although, great. I really enjoyed Oblivion despite Tom Cruise. I need to see Oblivion. I haven't seen it. I really liked that one. Watch it and tell me what you think. I'll be interested. I will put it on my list. We will see. I, I Like you, I try to see things free if possible, but I will pay occasionally. John, what is your next one? Because I have one more. Oh, you've one more go. I didn't see it. 
I mean, come on, man. I watched six seasons <laughs> of Red vs. Blue and Ready Player One. Okay. What kind of time do you think I got during the week? Oh, enough. Apparently a lot. Um, <laughs> I didn't play the game this week. I watched the start of a new series on Netflix because I saw it on there and I was like, oh, okay, I'll do it. And it's called Insatiable. Um, and it is a story uh, about an attorney saving a fat girl from going and getting charges filed against her and makes her into a beauty queen. Um, I know you're like, what the hell? It's weird. The show is funny as hell. Um, because they do a lot of inner monologue while it's going on. Cause there's one point where the person's like, yeah, I need to go be doing this. Wait a minute. Swishes her mouth out with what, you know, mouthwash spits it out. Okay. Now I can start talking again. You know, just, you know, certain things like that. Uh, it's got really stupid, funny lines. Um, there was a show and it reminds me cause me and the other half were talking about it. I don't know if anybody remembers GCB. GCB was a show on TV and it got kicked off the air because a lot of Christians hated it because it actually kind of portrayed some of the way Christians act. But it was called GCB for Good Christian Bitches. And it had Chris, Christina Chenoweth, which I love. She's amazing. And it's, it's, it's pretty much the horrible side of high society. And the horrible comedic side of high society um they say and do a lot of stupid funny stuff and a lot of good slapstick comedy in there also um i i really i'm really enjoying it it's stupid funny so don't go in there thinking you're gonna see you know awesome you know academic or academy style acting uh, it's gotten a lot of bad reviews, but I think it's because the people don't understand what it's supposed to be. It's supposed to be slapping your face, comedy, and throwing up all the beauty queen stupid stuff in your face. And it's good to know with something, it is possible for people to just not get something. Yes. There's a lot of movies like that out there. We'll talk about one in a week or two. Yes. Um, but... <laughs> It w- it, it's funny, I'm only about six or seven episodes in, and some of the lines in there, you're like, holy shit, did they just really... Because they have a nickname for this one guy, and it's constantly they change his nickname. He's, his name's like Brad something or other, and they're like, oh, it's Brad Buttface, or Brad Bukaki, and it's just like different wow. names they give him constantly. And it's like, inner monologuing his, you know, nicknames, and then saying them out loud to each other, and it's it's, the way it's done is pretty damn funny. And they bust each other all the time. So definitely, I recommend it. Uh, I haven't seen the entire season. But I guess I'm about six or seven in. And I, if you wanted just some stupid comedy, go watch it. Is that it? Are we done? That we're done. Uh, there's like two minutes to go, you know, if you want to just like talk slow about something actually i do want to tell everybody <laughs> um make sure that everybody um like i says if you're if you're if you want to support us on twitch we're more than happy uh we're more than grateful for y'all to do that for us um but we really want to push y'all we, we we want we like y'all going to patreon and seeing that because you get more rewards out of that unless you just really like all the little you know bells and whistles of twitch that's or perfectly you just fine want to do both things i mean yeah. you know 
people and like that too. And yeah. yeah. And, and, and you can do both. There's not a problem with that. Uh, make sure to check out our Facebook page. Um, Monday, everything that we had more private. Sh- I totally read that is more singeing. Uh, uh, next cast, Xander. Yeah, more singing. <laughs> more, more singing. Uh, Xander, I had to look up something, and we are going to do that on a pre-ramble next week because I found out that if I sing this and I play this song, uh, Facebook will do a copyright and YouTube will do a copyright infringement on us. Uh, but won't... Uh, doesn't uh, Twitch do that too? Don't they, like, cut out the... They, they mute us so no one would ever hear it. Yeah, yeah, they mute us for the... Not the live portion, for the recorded portion. Yes. They don't do it live. So, I uh, see. So you have to catch it live. Correct. Yes. So, Xander, uh, next uh, pre-ramble, since we're not going to be streaming it anywhere. Uh, unless you're not on. Unless if you're, you're not on. on, we'll save it till the next time you were correct. on. Correct. Here's why I went sans music when I did the, uh, the Will Smith rap. Yeah, you heard it, people who weren't there when I first started here. I, I sang Wild Wild West. You're saying what the Wild Wild West? <laughs> Wiki wiki wow wow west. Wiki wow wiki wow. <laughs> um, we'll do that, uh, Xander. I will do it on pre-ramble. I promise you. Next time, uh, I don't want to get us any copyright strikes for us because yeah. uh, that's actually a bad thing. If there's anything you want to hear us talk about, whether it be you know in a separate cast, in our main cast, in a preamble, whatever, hit us up on Facebook, email us, find us on Twitter, wherever you want to find us, find us, and let us know. We'll be happy to cover it. We always. I'm like, I'm happy to research whatever if you guys want to hear about it. Yeah. Um, so we're going to do that. Uh, so, Xander, I will do two to make up for what we didn't do today uh, on the pre-ramble next week. Um, There's going to be like a full stretch of time that's muted uh, on the pre-ramble when people decide to watch it after the fact. Yep. So just get ready. <laughs> um, let's see. Besides, So, Xander, send me um, either Facebook or here of the second song you want me to sing for you. Uh, or rap, whichever one you want. Um, like I said, check out our Patreon. Check on Facebook. Uh, Monday, uh, all the stuff that we held private uh, is being released to the public so everybody can see it, listen to it, watch it. Um, and then also on Tuesday, John's first battle report goes live. Um, Monday, I will be uh, doing my Twitch uh, painting with Kathy from... Uh, 10 to noon, 10 to at least noon. Occasionally I, I go over, you know how it is when you're painting. Yep. That means you guys get 19 episodes of minis and movies. Yes. You're going to have a, your stream is going to be flooded in the morning, guys. Um, also, um, John put up a bunch of emotes. It's one of our emotes that you can use. When we go do a raid for somebody, spam that emote. Show them who, you know, who sent you. Um, and when we raid somebody, make sure you go over there and say hi. Um, yeah. That helps them out. Follow them, if they, follow them if you're interested in what they're doing. You know, yep. help them out. If you're Rondo, we're definitely going to do another gallery uh, at some point. I have, I yep. have a lot of fun talking about the models, uh, especially with the people who have painted them. Yep. You know, so I... <laughs> I would love to do another gallery uh, sooner yeah. than six months from now. Yeah, and, and it is kind of you know it was kind of short term. We sort of threw it out there pretty quick, so I know you guys didn't have a lot of time to react. But we'll probably do it like every six months. How about that? Does that sound good? Six months. I, I think six I months. Feel maybe like six months is far, far away, especially for people as prolific as uh, as uh, the people that 
How about we shoot yeah, for three times a year? Shoot for three times a year. Three times we're a year. Doing it at, a, at, at about a third, at about the two thirds mark. We'll do one, say, right after the first yeah. year or something like that. Yeah, but you know what? If, if if the listeners demand uh, more, then oh. I'm certainly happy to oblige. To be more, they get more. That's what yep. it is. We do. Uh, we ever for y'all. Help us. Help you. Yep. Uh, and like I said, if we, uh, also the poll did end about what they would like to see more of in RPGs. Um, and people have said they want to see more RPGs on here. And they also want to do more RPG reviews, which we will be doing a lot shortly. Uh, John and I will be doing a review of Genesis uh, pretty soon. Uh, I have to finish reading it. I have to read some more of it. I, I, I skimmed a bit. Yeah. We want to do good in depth. Uh, I'm going to be doing, which we we'll, may have Jackie on for that. Yeah. Uh, we're going to try and do some of these as separate casts. Yes. Because, I mean, I mean, Kathy can listen to us talk whenever, so she can pop up the cast. But we want to get stuff on there. If we're talking role-playing stuff with Kathy, we want something she can participate in. Yeah. <laughs> and buying uh, a lot of copies of the book is not really a good idea unless she's really interested in it. But. Yeah. Um, we're going to look at Kickstarters that have uh, uh, that are role-playing games. So if you guys see one, let us know about it. We're going to try and do some stuff like maybe just back them for a PDF copy, and then we can read it and we can uh, do a review like that. You know, stuff like that. Yeah. Um, what else are we going to do? We got a lot of stuff coming. In two weeks, we're going to have our Broken Egg episode uh, yep. where we're going to show everything. Um, and pay attention to... Monday of next week, keep an eye on the Facebook page. We're going to have something up for sale for y'all. Um, some people have asked about it, and I've got it made and ready. Just going to hit the button and go, go. Is that uh, tomorrow or a week from tomorrow? No, a week. Um, a week from tomorrow. Yeah. Not this Monday, the Monday after. Sorry. Uh, we're going to have something up that some people have asked for from us, and I've got it set up. I just got to hit the go button, and y'all can purchase some things from us. Oh. Um it's did we already say who sponsors the media segment? Oh, well, they sponsor all the segments now. Okay. Everybody sponsors everything now. So all right. you know, We want to thank... Craft Studios. Yeah. Um, that's Arky Dan. He's super cool. Uh, Mechanica Studios. And Broken Egg Games. Yes. I and you, <laughs> you will see more from them coming up, guys. Um, they are offering some really cool stuff for y'all. Um, for being awesome listeners and for sponsoring the podcast. Uh, variety show. <laughs> so, variety show indeed. Yes. So with that, guys, stick around at the end because I will be sending y'all off to Hannah Hannah B as she is, supports us a lot. So we're going to support her with a raid. With that, for More Than Dice, I'm Gonzo. I'm Kathy. Good night. You know, Gonzo, you put all the pressure on them now, but they have to have a good night. Oh, of course. They can't have not. an okay night. It's got to be good. That's my elevator music uh, outro there. Did you like that? That was good. <laughs> it's kind of like uh, Sims, you know? That old game. Crazy, crazy boss and open music. Crazy boss and open music. I like to blame it on the bossa nova. I like to blame it on the rain.
It's fallen, fallen. Fair enough. You didn't say it right. Go blame it on a rhyme.